Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Linus Crummage, the NFL podcast on the 3NB Network. Uh, it's Rob again here, the host, uh, as always. I'm with me again. It's the second host of the show, Paul. How are you doing, Paul? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Looking forward to getting to this again. Oh yeah, it was good good last week, so I'm looking forward to this week. Hmm. I suppose we'll start with week one. And uh, what a crazy Thanks. weekend it was. So okay, the first game was obviously on uh, Thursday night, which we previewed just on that night, which was Dallas at Tampa. Very close Boy, game in the end. Game. Yeah, thirty one Tampa, twenty nine Dallas. Um Cowboys looked all right. Cowboys looked alright. Yeah, pretty decent actually. Yeah, I think we mentioned that we thought if Dak could get going, they might have a chance, and he did. He went off four hundred and three yards passing, three touchdowns, and one interception on the night. So he was excellent. I thought he was a beast. Yeah, incredible. And Brady was pretty close. He he had three hundred and seventy nine yards passing and four touchdowns. So. Big big. You, you, come to, you come to expect it from a man like that. Mm. It, it doesn't. It doesn't sound as impressive when he does it. <laughs> I know. Well, then you see it in black and white. You know, flipping it. Yeah, it looks really well. <laughs> it's like you don't realize watching the game. You think Dak Prescott was amazing, and but Brady just seems to do it nonchalant, yeah. and he's been doing it, it for so it many happens. years. You, you expect it from him. Yeah, he does it so many years, and you're like, my God, he's still as good as ever. And you see it on the yeah. paper, and you go, blimey. So yeah, it's that was ridiculous. that first game was. Fantastic match, really, really good back and forth. Offenses on top. I thought yeah. it was an ex- just a really good game of football. I thought it was excellent. I I think it's like it's like it's been watching Brady, uh, Brady and Gronk mm. for the last however long they've played together. Just yeah. watching that they're just continuing to do what they not not that they're the only two. I you know I obviously get that, but. It did kind of feel like I actually watched this game. Mm. I, I didn't watch all of the games. I've, I've caught up with highlights and, mm. and, and this stuff here. Yeah. But I watched this game and I watched the Giants game. Yeah. But with with regards to Brady and Gronk, it, it, it feels like he's always just throwing it to him because he makes such a storm when he gets through and he always makes ground. But he, it's there's such an aura about them two when they're mm. together that it just feels like he's the only target. He probably isn't, but like you say, like you say, it's that thing about the two. They've been together for so long in yeah. New England and in Tampa now, and they just have this kind of like intuitive connection, don't they? It's natural. You know, he knows where he, he is at all times, and it's just, yeah. I hate to say it, it looks so much better in a Bucks uniform than it does a Patriots uniform, but that's just me. But it was it's kind of inevitable when he's playing, you know he's going to score. Or get a yeah. get a touchdown, or get a good few yards, and it just seems to work yeah. for him. And I don't think whether Tampa's running game is that good. I don't think it is, and they no. they do rely on passing a lot, but it works because they've got so many good targets. They've got Gronk, they've got Godwin, they've got I'm trying to think of the other guys who are there, but yeah, it's just and they they, they seem to have a a wall built in front of Brady because no one mm. can get to him. That's very true, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so I mean, I know he'd pretty break his hip if he went down, but it's <laughs> it's so infrequent that they they actually make it to him. It's I don't I just don't get it. Fair mm. play to it. Fair oh play no, to him. no, they <laughs> to be yeah, it's a, it's one of them is Bruce Arians has made created a great team at Tampa. 
I think it's working. So yeah, absolutely. You know, it's one of those. But we'll move we on. We both called it as well. We both called. Tom we did. Oh, that's game. good. So we're not complete novices. Then we know something. <laughs> We've got a rough idea. We're not a bad thing, right? Well, I suppose Sunday's games. We'll start with the Eagles destroying the Falcons, thirty-two points to six. Yep. Um, Jalen Hurts, two hundred sixty-four yards, three touchdowns. The Falcons never really were in it from the get-go. Nope. Matt, Matt Ryan had a there was a there was a glimpse. He saw the uh, he saw the end zone. He was right there, and then about three guys just went nah. <laughs> you, just, you just sit down there. Yeah, it's and not that, happening. That was, that was about all they did, I think. Yeah, it was um, like I say, it was pretty one-sided. The Eagles were look really good. I know yeah. it was the Falcons, and they they're obviously without Julio Jones and and stuff like that. Their offense just does not seem the same as it has been for the past few years. But they seem to have had a hangover as a team ever since they lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. And that's in my opinion, they just never they got to the Super Bowl were winning it comfortably, yeah. fell yeah. apart, and they've not been the same since. Yep, completely agree. I keep seeing that that memed. I saw a. I don't know if you digress a little. I don't know if you saw the uh, some of the Met Gala outfits, but there was there was a white dress that someone had uh, tax the rich. I think it was written on her back. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, S- someone had someone had memed that image and wrote the uh, the Falcons lost a twenty six point lead or something like you know or whatever, or whatever the whatever the quote was. I don't remember exactly, but it was. It, I, I saw that earlier. Maybe yeah, I remember seeing from the Met Gala Ciara's. Lovely uh, tribute to her husband. That was quite cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I enjoyed that. But yeah. 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 Random. Anyway. And uh, what was it? Um, not Kanye West. His ex-wife or whatever. Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. She was dressed what like the... Uh, she was dressed like a Falcons fan after Sunday. <laughs> Didn't want to show her face. So, you I know. Think I, think, I think I saw uh, another one about that. It said, uh, it's just a character that you haven't unlocked yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's vacant. If it's speaking of WWE speak, it's vacant. He wins. Yeah, he wins it. the title quite a lot. So yeah, vacant. Yeah, that was just my little <laughs> wrestling joke there thrown in. Um, but yeah, after that, Steelers winning at the Bills was quite a surprise. Twenty three sixteen. I was quite surprised at that one. That was. It was a good game. For again, from the highlights, we we both picked the Bills for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, twenty three sixteen. I don't know. I don't, know what, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know if anything went wrong. I think the Steelers just came out guns blazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Josh I think, Allen... I think, I think there's time. I, th- I think that's a tough first game going up against someone like like Big Ben rather than a, a rookie QB in another team. Mind, you know, yeah. he, knows what he, he knows what he's dealing with when he walks out on that pitch. Yeah, I think the, the, the Steelers' defence were good again. I know TJ Watt was uh, getting to the QB quite a bit and they yeah. put a lot of pressure on... Uh, on the QB, so it was a tough game, close one, but yeah, yeah. Steelers Steelers did well. It's a good victory in Buffalo. Good. Um, and the Vi- the Vikings was the next game. The Vikings at the Bengals. That what a game that was. Overtime win for the Bengals. Yeah, that, I was going to say that was the overtime game, wasn't it? Mm. I knew there was one. I have I didn't see it. I didn't see the game. I've seen the highlights, but mm. I didn't see the actual game. Uh, well, both QBs cousins had three hundred and fifty one yards passing and two touchdowns. And Burroughs, two sixty one yards passing and two TDs. So quite a quite a good game Very for the two quarterbacks then, yeah. on that one, yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I, I did. I, I watched the. Uh, I think I'm after buy a Saints jersey, but I think I'm on. I'm not going to switch my allegiance, but I do like the Saints, and I've always liked the Saints. But what thirty-eight three? Yes. Was, yes, it was. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers was actually on the field as well, and he. <laughs> And he threw for 133 yards and two interceptions, no touchdowns. Two yeah, saw that. And James, Winston. weirdly, James Winston only threw for 148 yards, but five TDs. Which is I, think, I think he, I think he ran a lot. Mm, mm. That's 38-3, That's a shutout. Yeah, I know it was domination that one. I was quite surprised with that game. Believe, I, I love it. I love seeing the Saints succeed. I, like I said, I might have to buy a jersey. I used to have a, I used to have a Reggie Bush Saints jersey somewhere. I can't remember what yeah. it is. I used to have a Reggie Bush one, yeah. Back in get, a few years ago. I might get Breeze. Yeah. Drew Breeze is like um what's the word? Is like a kind of a old school style one. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Um other games that stand out, the 49ers and the Lions was forty one thirty three. I didn't see I didn't see the uh the highlights how, how was that after what well the lions the lions were down 31-10 at half time and they came back uh got an onside oh, kick snap. got an onside kick collected it scored a touchdown they were 33 41 went for another onside kick and sadly the 49ers grabbed it but goff was did played well he has 338 yards three touchdowns on his lions debut but the lions were getting destroyed that first half but yeah, they, it sounds it. They I'm came back quite well. That. They came back quite well, and it was quite um, the crowd was getting into it, and it was quite exciting near the end. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think it was so one sided blowout at half time, but the Lions turned it around and kind of got on top. It was yeah, it was pretty good, quite exciting at the end. Yeah, that's it. It happens. But looking at that, the Forty ers the NFC West, the Cardinals won thirty eight thirteen against the Titans, which was Cardinals. somewhat of a surprise. They, they were superb. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks obviously winning 28-16 against the Colts. Uh, Russell Wilson, 254 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. So, pretty good day for Russ. Yeah, that's, and, that's a pretty good start to the season. Uh, weirdly, Jamal Adams was not targeted on any of the Colts' 33 passing plays the whole game, which tells you something. That's quite yeah. telling that he's not targeted <laughs> for the whole game, which is like, wow. So, it just shows you. How uh, how influential he's going to be, um, in the defense for us, um. But yeah. every NFC West team, I think, won this week, I believe. Yeah, the Rams beat the Bears a, as well. Yeah, there was uh, one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every NFC West team won. So, yeah. there's a stat for you. Yeah, the the Saints, uh, the Rams won thirty four fourteen at the Bears. Yeah, Stafford had three twenty one yards passing and three touchdowns. So. It's going to be a yeah. tough all division, the NFC West, I think, this year. Let's get, get, get down to the, the dregs at the bottom with the Giants starting, starting the game really well. Yeah, and I thought they started really well. I don't know. know what happened after the first quarter. I really don't know what happened. Saquon Barkley was just shut down, but it didn't even look like they had a particularly strong run defence. He just couldn't get his legs moving. Well, there's rumours he might not be playing in the next game because he's uh, questionable, isn't he, for the, for the next game? Yeah, apparently not. I hope he is, but again, yeah, I don't know. Let's say Bridgewater got Bridgewater for the Broncos, two hundred sixty-four yards, two touchdowns. Your man, he was on fire. Yeah, your man Jones, two hundred sixty-seven yards and one touchdown. Yeah, but 
I don't know what what is it with the Giants? Why why are they struggling so much? Being a Giants fan, know. do you know the issue was why they're struggling? I don't know. We we were rubbish for it with Eli as well. I don't know. <laughs> it's obviously not the quarterback that's the issue. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I just hope they can find their feet. I hope they can find their feet and at least win a couple of games. I don't, I'm certainly not expecting this to go anywhere. Mm. Is it a but, coaching problem or just the front office? Is it? I don't know because I've always assumed when I was watching it, I've been watching it, the Giants have always been a good team, but in, since they, in the past few years, they've struggled a lot. I think after after winning the second Super Bowl, uh, so after beating the Patriots the second time mm. uh, from, from wildcard, I think... What changed from then? I mean, we had Tom. Tom McLaughlin was the was in charge. He went not long after, and I think I I I think the issue is that they didn't prepare. Like I don't I don't really think they knew what a difference Eli leaving would do, mm. because for the last however long Eli's career was, he was the only QB for the Giants. Mm. So. And not having a contingency plan for that is is what I think's happened, if I'm honest. And I th- and that that's not that's not a dig at any of them or anything, but I just don't th- I don't know. Is it draft picks issues with draft picks as well? Not picking the right kind of players. I, think, I, I think, don't know. I think so many people left at the same time or around this over the, over a couple of years that everything was up in the air and mixed and it hasn't settled yet mm. because people mm. are getting injured as soon as something settles and we're mm. like oh yeah that looks like it might work oh his leg's broken let's go somewhere else then let's, let's go that way and then they lose every day <laughs> you know yeah uh, it's a mad it's, one isn't it's, it? it's a mad one isn't it? well looking at i suppose we'll, we'll just wrap the other games up the jags my pick for the division lost <laughs> to, the, to the texans Thirty-seven, twenty-one. Texans are on fire. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had an in- interesting game. Three hundred and thirty-two yards passing, three touchdowns, three interceptions on his debut. So he didn't do too bad, but no, he didn't. You know, they were the only points scored though as well. They didn't even. So that means they scored, but besides the three times they had the ball, they didn't get even within field goal range. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. And you look at Tyrod Taylor for the uh, Texans. Didn't do too yeah. bad a job, really. I thought he did all right. I think they were better on defense. Obviously, the the uh, Texans in that game, they yeah. thought they were excellent. Um, that's why you that's why you win games, isn't it? Well, exactly. Yeah, that's how you win Super Bowls, isn't it? You know, Browns and Chiefs was a good game. Thirty three twenty nine, wasn't it? That was a good game. Put me in second place on that fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping up with you just about. I'm fifth, I think. But we got two, one win apiece, haven't we? So we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, start. only one game in, so yeah, it's all to yeah. play for. Yeah. And uh, well, I suppose the last game was the Monday night one. I know we had the Jets losing to the Panthers, but we wash over that. The best yeah. thing about that game was the Panthers' little um, virtual reality kind of video at the beginning. That was I don't know yeah. if you saw that. That was quite cool. They deserve to win <laughs> just for that, because I thought that was pretty good. I, I, I think I think the Browns need a shout just before we end that because yeah, Mayfield was again doing exactly what he did last year, mm. uh, and it's a, it's a shame that their first game was against the Chiefs because obviously the Chiefs are going to win that game. Mm. 
but they give them a game, so it all goes well for the Browns for, absolutely the, for the rest I'm of the season. Seeing, you know. I'm looking forward to seeing them next week. Yeah, and then obviously the last game from Monday night, the Raiders winning in overtime against the Ravens. The Ravens, I know. We both, um, we both picked the Ravens for that game. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we didn't do great. Um, the Raiders, I thought, Carr looked quite good. Four, 435 yards passing, two TDs, an interception. And they really stifled Lamar Jackson. I How many times was he sacked? I can't remember, but they did get a lot of pressure to him from the yeah, uh, from on the floor a few times. Yeah, and he struggled to get. You know, he likes to run and run a lot, doesn't he? And get out of the pocket, and that's the way he can break teams apart. But the, yeah. the Raiders played him really well. Although to be fair, they nearly blew it in overtime. The Raiders when they gave the ball. A ball away on an was it an interception or a fumble? I can't remember exactly. It was a, but... Yeah, it was an interception. Yeah. it was a pointless throw. Why do you, like it, there, there was two other open? There was two other open players, and he threw it across the middle, mm. and he, he caught it while he was falling. I can't remember who it was, but regardless, yeah, it was an. In- yeah, they yeah. kind of nearly threw that away. The Raiders, I thought they were uh, quite fortunate in the end. They should have won the game in normal time, but. It was one of those. It was like, blimey, be careful what you wish for sometimes. And I thought yeah, absolutely. they were really good, but they nearly blew it. Um, right, well, we'll move on to week two. So week I don't two. know if you've got the schedule down and you can run us down the schedule maybe. or I've got it as well, absolutely. but we'll go through it with yourself. I've got them in uh, I've got them in game order as well, which is quite good. Oh, great. So You're on the ball. Got the game to, it's technically tonight, isn't it? It is, yes. At one o'clock in the morning, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Washington at, at uh, MetLife with the Giants. Now, I was tempted to stay up and watch it because I'm not working tomorrow. Oh, um, I am, so I'm not staying up. I might do, but I, prob- <laughs> I might do, but I probably wait, won't and watch the highlights tomorrow to, morning. To watch two, zero and one. Teams have their, have their second game of the season. It might be exciting. You never know. It might be exciting. You never know whether it'll. It, I, I absolutely. I think it will be because I think if, like, like I said, we need to win a game, and mm. I don't think we'll beat Washington because I think they're above us in uh, certainly in ability in our in our little division. But mm. um, I'd like to see him win. I don't see it happening. First home game with fans. <laughs> you never know. Might do all right. It'd be, that, that's it. It'd be nice. It'd be a good morale boost because you've only had one game. You've lost it. Fair enough. But don't start zero and two. No. No. <laughs> Come on, you got to be positive, Paul. It's a full house of the Met Life. It's the first home game of the season. I'm going for. I'm going for the Giants. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying we're going to win it, but I, I don't think we are. I'm I hope we do. So I'm going for it. I'm going for Giants as well. Yeah, that's the home yeah. team advantage. I'm going for the Giants. Yeah. I'm going for the Giants right. on that one. We've got Steelers and Raiders. So they both won. Now, is this in Pittsburgh? That's what I'm questioning. No. It's not, right. It's in Vegas. Right. Steelers did well in Buffalo. I think they're going to win again. I really do. I think the Steelers I, I, are going to I make don't. it. Oh, okay, well, that's what we like—a bit of a bit of a difference yeah. of opinion. It's always good. I'm gonna. I think I've been marking these with an asterisk, which I realise isn't a good idea because I, unless we've both chosen the team, I didn't know. I don't know who chose who, so I'm. Gonna, oh right, <laughs> okay. Right, then I'm gonna put a P in an R. So yeah, I think the Raiders are gonna take it. I think again, like you said, home home team advantage. Mm. Right. Uh, like okay. you said, Carl was looking good. I don't know. I think 
the rate of the Steelers' defense might have a field day against the yeah. offensive line of the Raiders. Sorry it's to horrible. Raiders. Sorry to Raiders fans, but yeah, I'm going with the Steelers on this one. That's just in my humble opinion, which probably means not a lot, but there you go. Next up is Eagles 49ers. Now, is this in San Fran or is it Pittsburgh, San Fran? It's in, it's in uh, uh, Briscoe, I believe. I've got to, I'm going with the 49ers on this one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think I, think, I, think I agree. I think the Eagles might have shut down the uh, Packers last week, so you never know. They might have another good defensive game, but I just can't see the Steelers, the the Eagles winning in in San Fran. No, no, I just can't see it. I just think San Fran are going to be a really good team this year, solid. And yeah, I think the Forty ers will win it. Myself. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, Right, Browns, Texans. Now, this is another good game. Um, it is. Is this in Texas or Cleveland? Yeah, this is Texas. I'm still going to go with the Browns to win that one, I think. I, I think you may have been a misnomer because it was the Jags. I think the Browns' defence is a lot better than the Jags' defence. So, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to get as much time as he did last week. And I just feel Cleveland are a better team. Offensively and defensively, in that Mayfield, game, Mayfield Mayfield is loving his newfound energy. Mm. Wherever it's wherever it's come from, I'm not sure what he's. He must be drinking Michael's secret stuff from uh, from Space Jam yeah. because he's found something. Yeah, I agree. But it's even without OBJ yet, he's still not back, is he? Yeah, no, so, he's completely. He was he was IR last week, and he's yeah. out. Marcus out this week. Right, so. You know, he's still got that. I think his knee's gone again. Oh, right, and he's struggling again. Oh, it's a disappointment. But yeah, Browns Browns for me on that one, I think. Right, I, I concur. Uh, Jags Broncos in Denver. Broncos. I know I was high on the Jags last week, but I can't see anything other than a Broncos win, if I'm honest. I think. Well, after, after watching the whole game mm. with the Giants, like you said, um, Bridgewater's he's looking great. Mm. He's looking as good as he was when he first when he first showed up with uh, with the Vikings back way back when. Mm. Could be shootout though, because I think Lawrence is, was excellent, and I think he's growing. That, that's the thing; they're a different team. Yeah, they're growing into the growing into that role, so it could be a shootout. You know, it could be an exciting game that one. But I still, I still yeah. go for the Broncos. I think on that one myself. I think they're going to be riding high from that week, from that win last week as mm, well. Mm. Um, so next up is Panthers in New Orleans. Saints for me, all day. Without a doubt. Saints all day. I still, I'm yeah. still not convinced by the uh, Panthers QB and their offense. I know they've got McCaffrey, who's an excellent running back, but even though they won, yes, even Just though they won, but it was the, the it was the Jets. <laughs> And they only put up nineteen points, so you know that's that's just well, I just can't do it. No, I'm going with the, the Saints. The Saints, they're impenetrable. Man. Their their defensive line is rock solid. Mm. James Winston, Even their looks, offensive line, it's it's just as good as the defense. Yeah. There, James Winston solid. looks looked excellent last week, so his I legs think, are great as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was able to find. I think I, I think I counted about six little slip throughs that he got. Mm. When he when he when he made a first down, it was insane. He is liable to a interception, but 
I'm hoping he's got rid of that out of his game and he'll play a lot better with the Saints. But yeah, I can't see anything other than the Saints win. Sorry, Jags no. fans, but Saints yeah. all day. Right, we got Colts uh, in LA with the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, Rams. I agree as well. Watching the Colts, they were okay against the Seahawks, but they gave a lot of big plays up. Um, enough, and and uh, I don't think Carson Wentz is the answer at quarterback. He just flatters to deceive, and he's done for a long time. So, yeah, I think the Rams are gonna. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think. Uh... Okay, we've got Dolphins, Dolphins above him in Buffalo. Hmm. I think the Bills are going to bounce back. Um, the Dolphins looked pretty good in their game last week. Yeah. Well, uh, they won. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Only just against the uh, Patriots, but they did. They sneaked it, didn't they? Yeah. Sneaked the win. Um, but yeah, I think the Bills are going to be up for I think revenge. Be right now. Up for revenge after last week, and I think the Bra- the Dolphins might. Might be on the end of a bit of a big score. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a shame for the Dolphins yeah. fans that are going to attend. Yeah, I think they're going to travel all the, all the way from, well, I'll say all the way from Miami to not how far to travel. But. Yeah. <laughs> I just get the feeling yeah. that, yeah, it's going to be very hostile. The Bills are going to be up for it after last week, and I just can't see the Dolphins pulling a win out of there, yeah. in my opinion. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Right. We got Jets and Patriots. Patriots. To be yeah. fair, the Patriots looked actually. Mac Jones actually looked pretty good last week. He played quite yeah. well for his rookie appearance, and I think. Rookie, yeah, that's it. First time out, yeah. And I just think they've got too much for the Jets, and the Jets are just the Jets. <laughs> they've never been good. Certainly not, not when I since oh, the time. They I'm... haven't been good since Joe Namath back in the 70s. Yeah. I think that was the last time they were any good when they actually won <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was the last time they were decent, so that was a while ago. But yeah, no. No, I can't see the Jets getting anything out of that one. No, I don't. I don't. And like you said, it's not, it'll be nice for uh, for the young QB to get out there against someone who we can actually score some points against mm. who he's, he's mm. doesn't necessarily need to fear as much as, yeah. let's yeah. say, if it was, you know, anyone else. No, yeah, <laughs> even, anyone the, else. even the Giants. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we got the Bears, uh, Cincinnati. I think is this at Cincinnati? Is it? Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Bengals again. You know, I think Joe yeah. Burrow looked really good last week. The Bears are still struggling. Doesn't help when you they have got the old Bengals QB starting from Dalton this week. I think. Yeah. I know they haven't put Fields in just yet. Andy Dalton played last week. Uh, he may have a point to prove going back to Cincinnati, but I just yeah. can't. I just don't see the Bears winning. No, I, just I don't. I've, I've, I, I, I've, uh, I've not, not, not put my notch against the Bengals as well myself. To be fair, although the Bears' defense is good, they have got a good defense, but they did get smoked by the Rams last week. So maybe <laughs> they're not as good as I thought they were going to be. No, that's it. And um, it. until the Bears put Justin Fields in, I just don't think they're going to do well. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. They might, they might switch in game. You never know. Yeah, if it doesn't work out for him and struggling, then you never know. Uh, and yeah, and I just don't. Know. I just think the Bengals are going to beat him. I just think that's from watching the Bengals last week. They look pretty, pretty good in offense and look quite potent. Yeah, um, they kind of faded a bit second half, 
but I think they'll have too much for the Burrs. Sorry, Burrs fans, but yeah, I think they'll have a bit too much. I, I don't think you're saying anything incorrect, if I'm honest. Mm. Uh, right, next up, we've got Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Bucks all day of the week. I don't think there's. I don't think we need to say anything about that. Yeah, not really. <laughs> we can gloss over the Falcons are going to be dire this year, so carry That's on. That's it. We, we 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 mentioned we mentioned both of those teams in the in the week one mm. extensive. Yeah, yeah. I think we know what's going to happen, so we'll, yeah. we'll say no more on that one. Right. We got uh, we got Cardinals at Vikings. This will be interesting. I uh, think the Cardinals are looking good, man. Yeah, they are. I have to admit, the Vikings need a sorry. I'm- Need a bigger turnaround, but you know what? For Anthony, I'm going to go with the Vikings this week yeah. at home in Minnesota. I think they just might just have enough. Yeah, it is how yeah. I feel, I guess. But I'm I don't go- know. The Cardinals are looking good. Mm. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just feel the Vikings might might do it this week. Just a little yeah. inkling of it. Cousins will go yes. off and they might improve defensively. But Kyler Murray's like a blooming slippery eel. You think you've got yep. to him and he's off and you get he gets away and you're like, Where's he gone? But you know you know, he's he's kinda like that. He's very uh very tough to keep hold of, isn't he, and take down. So Yeah, yeah that's it. It wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals won, but I'm gonna go for the Vikings this week, I think. And again it's it that, that, that's uh Cardinals won last week, Vikings lost last week, so maybe they're gonna be hungry for it. Maybe mm. they're also gonna be hungry because they want mm. they want MWs, who knows? Yeah. Going to be tough. It's going to be an so, exciting game. I think that one. I'm, I look forward to seeing that one. It should be fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, right. It's your boys up next. Yes. You're in Tennessee, I believe. Uh, we're at Lumen Field this week. We're at home. Oh, is it? Yes. I, may, I may have wrong about every single one. Though. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are playing the Titans at home. So That's you, at home. you may I, have. I to... may have written them in the wrong order. Yeah, I think the Rams are at the Colts. I've got the Bills at the Dolphins. So. Oh yeah, I have. I've written them all entirely wrong. All right, so they're all a mute point. What we just said, ignore what we just said for the past <laughs> twenty minutes, half an hour. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. So you guys are actually in Washington tonight. So yeah, so we're going to get beat in Washington instead. But I'm still going for Giants. I'll stick with my my. Um, well, I think all of my picks prognostications haven't. haven't re- I think I've picked them all before before thinking of whether they're at home or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I good. think I'm happy with, good. with what I picked regardless. Um from for our game, I think we're gonna yeah, I think we'll win. I think Russ will yeah. be on fire again. The Titans defence didn't look very good against against the Cardinals. I think we might have a field day. Titans Wilson, Wilson was throwing some big oh, old he was throwing some bombs. Throws. Especially that one to lock it for that touchdown. Oh, Six, yeah. Sixty nine yards, that was unbelievable. But yeah, that's super. Russ in it. That's what Russ can do. And if his all line's better this year, which I'm hoping it is, then we've got every chance of getting quite far. But I think we'll beat yeah. the Titans. It all depends on how their offense plays this week. Tannehill, Derrick Henry were pretty poor last week against the Cardinals. And they, that may change a little bit, but I think we've got enough up defensively to, especially yeah. if Jamal Adams gets in the game and they target him this week, I think we might have a field day with him. So, yeah, I think we're going to win that one. I think you're right. I think the Seals are going to win that. Mm. Uh, right, so I'm going to get this one right. This is the Cowboys at the Chargers. <laughs> it is. You are correct, sir. Yes. Yes. Um, it's almost like I knew it. Yeah. You know what? 
I think the Cowboys might win this one. Sad to say, Dak but I think I think they might do. The Chargers didn't look convincing to me last week nope. against Washington, and nope. Herbert wasn't amazing. I didn't think, and I think Dak Prescott may well be on fire in this game, and I think they may beat the Chargers this week. Continuing the same fire from the last game. Well, when you've got guys like Amari Cooper and CD Lamb on the wing, and you've got you've always got Zeke there then you've got a good chance of winning that game. And I think the the Giants, uh, the Giants, the Cowboys' defence is a lot better this year than it was yeah. last year. They've, they've yeah, uh, drafted quite well um, for the defence. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win this. Yeah, I concur. I concur. Uh, right, so we've got Chiefs at Ravens. <sighs> that's, in, that, that, that's, that's a good sounding game. It's going to be good. But I think the Chiefs may have too much. To the Ravens, the Ravens against against the uh, Raiders were okay, but they weren't fantastic. And I um, went two Ravens. Did, did you expect? To, did you expect we're going into week three and I went two Ravens? I didn't. I didn't know. No, to be honest, I thought they win at, at Vegas, but yeah, I think against yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, I think looked really good offensively. Every offensively, ball, every ball they threw was pinpoint accurate. It's oh insane. yeah. And I just can't see the Ravens living with the Chiefs this week myself. So, yeah, the Ravens may well be 0-2 come some Monday night, is it? Monday night? Um, Tuesday yeah, morning, that's yeah. it. That's it. Right, and we got mm. one left. we got the Lions and Packers. Lions and Green Bay. I think I see the Green Bay Packers bouncing back. I, yeah. Although saying that... He, he, did, he did not look happy leaving the field. No. Rogers. He I was, did not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he wasn't at all. He was... In the one word, pissed. Yeah, massively. But, but then the Lions came well. They got destroyed first half against the 49ers. They were pretty dire. But yeah. second half, they played really well. And, uh, so it sounds like a good comeback. I need to, I'm going to have to watch that. I'm it's worth, watch that yeah, it's worth a watch, watch that, Paul. It's worth a watch, mate. It was good. Exciting. First half, you'd have been thinking, good Lord, the 49ers might get 50, 60 points here. And then <laughs> whether they took their foot off the gas or what, but... The Lions came back, but yeah, I think the Packers will beat up on the Lions this week. Sorry, sorry Lions fans, but I can't see anything but a Packers win, in my no, opinion. I can't either. I don't, I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers is happy at all about how any of the, any of that game went. No, he just it was like he just couldn't find his feet. And yeah, yeah, I think he's on a mission to he's kick some butt, kick some butt, and I think. The Lions are going to be in his way and they're going to get stumped. Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's safe to say, which is a shame for them. But It's the Lions. <laughs> the Lions are kind of like the Jets a little bit. And the, um, well, they, terrible. That's well, not very nice thing to say. Well, I know, I know. But Lions <laughs> fans, they haven't been to the playoffs for a good while and they, and they had Stafford then as well, who was excellent, and they still couldn't do it. So yep. Lions have flattered for DC for years, haven't they? You know what I mean? It's been, sorry to say, Lions fans, but... You've not been great for a long time, so it's been a tough one. Um, but yeah, that's that's week two preview. Have you got any more news and notes or anything you want to talk about, Paul, while we're on? Maybe. Have I? Never looked. I know there was a few players of the week, rookies of the week, but I haven't really had time to have a look. I don't know if you managed to check anything out. Uh, the only, I watched a couple of plays. I, 
a couple of the plays in the week videos, but I can't really. Apart from apart from that that bomb that uh, Wilson threw, mm. DJ Jones threw a couple of, a couple of nice balls that went that went some distance, and it's it's so nice to see. But then what happens? Why can't you just do that again? You've just done it. <laughs> it's like the frustration of a Giants fan, isn't it? At the moment, oh, for you. I know. tell me about it. I think, like I said, I think I might have to get a, uh, a Saints jersey as well. Hmm. You can't be doing, <laughs> you can't be doing that, man. Being a Giants fan, that's like sacrilege, isn't it? If you get anybody other than the Giants, I don't know. Oh, I know, but I'm just I've I followed them for I followed them when they were bad, and then we somehow won two Super Bowls. And I'm still following them. And I always will, because mm. they're the team that got me into the sport. Mm. But there are so many teams to choose from, and they change every year so so vastly. For, oh, for me to actually... Yeah, yeah. They, they sit there like the two teams I followed. I just I think I ended up buying the Giants jersey because they were the first team, if mm. you know what I mean. Mm, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll tell you what, I'll put it this way. If I make a trip to New Orleans... I'll buy a Saints jersey in New Orleans. Oh, then I'll let you off. Then that's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. If you want to do that, that's that's fine by me. You know, it is one of those things. But yeah, I will make a trip to Seattle one day. I still want to get a Color Rush Seahawks jersey at some point. The bright yep. luminous green one. I've got the other two. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've, those. I've got me blue Wilson one, and I've got me white uh, Doug Baldwin jersey in the yep. closet. So yeah, I'd I'd love a I'd love a rave green proper fancy luminous green coloured jersey at some point I might even yeah. get a DK Metcalf one you never know yeah but, you never know uh, it's either him or Jamal Adams I think at the moment that's what I'm angling at yeah but we will see I got myself this rugby shirt that I'm wearing oh that's pretty funky that isn't it so uh, yeah it was it was dirt cheap because it was on sale and I don't think anyone knew that they sold it no oh, right so, was that a like, <laughs> NFL shop yeah, it's official match. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, I really liked it because yeah. being a rugby fan, I thought it fits yeah. quite well with my... <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Obviously, yeah. podcast fans, we don't have video, so it is what it is. It's a very nice it's, navy blue rugby it's top. It's with... old school, yeah. old school rugby shirt with a white stripe on it. Yeah. And it's Giants blue and it says New York Giants on it. There you go. That's quite a good... Um, <laughs> kind of description of it I like it yeah. podcast fans yeah. will understand I think they'll they'll realise what it what it looks like so it looks yeah, very nice I on you it. I could say it looks very nice on you so there you go I'm probably the only guy who's wearing it because I don't think there's many of us left um, Giants fans I wouldn't so. mind a Seahawks one of that it's quite a nice jersey yeah, they, they might do them I'm sure they will I'm sure they did a range I'll have a look I'll have a look when we, when we finish the podcast so any more news Paul would you want to talk about anything else while we're on before we I finish. don't think I have anything. The uh, the UFC we spoke about last week is this weekend. So um, yeah, I think it's Span and Smith this weekend. Oh, sorry. Two sixty six is next weekend. weekend. It's, it's the next actual UFC yeah, rather than next weekend. Uh, yeah. it's fight, it's fight fight night, isn't it? This yes, weekend. it is. And I know Joshua's fighting. Is it this weekend or next weekend? Sick. Yeah, Alexander. A fight oh, that nobody oh, wanted. Yeah. Still don't. Yeah. You got yeah I know it's one of them in it but these are the ones that could 
throw a banana skin into the works where he gets knocked out by him. It's just one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? It's just like one hit and he's down and he's just like, oh no, all the plans go out the window. And then uh, Tyson Fury I, I, gets... I don't, see him, I don't see him ending up fighting Fury. I think it's going to take too long. You reckon? They're just going to get bored of it. I think it'll still happen. I think if Joshua wins this and Fury wins the third match against... Um, Wilder, yeah. Wilder, I think it'll happen next year at, I, in I would, England. I would love to see it. I would love to, but I just can't. I just can't see it actually coming to fruition. Some, someone or something has too much money to make by them not having that fight. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, like, yeah. But surely, if they beat these two I, guys, I was, I was, I was watching a, I was watching a video just before we got on. I was watching um, Tyson Fury chatting with Gary Neville, mm. the full. The full conversation has just been put on YouTube. I think out. I've seen a bit of that, um, yeah. Looked pretty good. Uh, but he said, um, do, do you know what the... Uh, if AJ and Fury were to have had that fight that was allegedly set up in Saudi, yeah. if they the, the, the Wilder team would have let them have it if they'd have paid them $80 million. Wow. That was the, that was the lawsuit settlement. $80 million. Like, why? I just does he think he's going to beat Fury? Because oh my god! If is... he hasn't proven to him that he's unstoppable, mm. then I don't. I don't know. Well, I don't he's know he's lost to him is. twice, hasn't he? He's lost to him twice. Twice. Yeah. Well, so the, the first one was technically a draw. Oh, technically a draw. Yeah, that's true. But the he second fight, he was lost. he was outclassed. He's got, he's got no hope. He's a middleweight fighting an enormous man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He, he did knock him on his butt last time. I nearly beat him, but just, Fury's going to dis- just dominate him and like he has done everybody else. And he'll just outpoint him, course, outclass him. If Wilder's right hand lands on his chin, of course he's going to go down. Mm. Because he's not he's knocked out bigger men than Fury with that punch. But oh, he's yeah. not going to land. No. He knows that Fury's smart when he's boxing and his head, he has no business moving that the speed he does for a six foot, what is he, six foot eight, I think Something he is. Something like that. He's a big fella, isn't he? Big lad. Six ten. Yeah, he's a, he has no business moving as fast as he does, but all credit to him mm. because he's 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 made an absolute mockery of an art form that is boxing, and he's <laughs> by bringing his, his especially the way the way he is as a heavyweight, the size he is, the movement he can have in that ring is unbelievable. It's like he's like yeah. Floyd Mayweather, but injected with like some kind of super serum. Like he's. No, I, I can't see anyone stopping him. I don't think AJ will be. I, I think if AJ wins that fight, let's say it happens. Mm. If AJ wins that fight, it's round one. Yeah, knockout. Yeah, have to do it quick. Clean. Otherwise, yeah. he's, it'll go to points and Fury will destroy him. Yeah, Fury's just. Fury, I don't think Fury will knock him out either. I agree. Fury's just too good for him. He'll outbox him, he'll outclass him, and I can't see anything other than Fury winning, beating Joshua as well. It's just yeah. That's just my opinion. But I can it, I can see him beating Joshua and then giving the belts back and saying right I'm done with that now. Yeah, I'm retiring. Well, we're see you later. Yeah, I want to do I want to do a bit of sing songing. I sing I sing to my <laughs> missus again like he likes to do. Serenade his Brilliant. wife, you know. But why is boxing? I've always wondered why boxing is not like the UFC where they can just create these fights that everybody wants to see and why it's so awkward. Is it just all these different? Promoters, it's is that the, what it is? It's, it's the promoters, it's not the fighters. Mm. Every The people that are signed to UFC, UFC is the promotion. Yeah, that's true. As, as opposed to being signed to Matchroom, so with Eddie Hearn or being signed to, you know, to whoever else. Mm. Uh, 
Aaron, who uh, Bob Aaron, isn't it? Yeah, Bob Aaron. Yeah, top Aaron, rank or whatever uh, it is. Um, what, what, what's that called? Sorry, top rank is it? Top rank, that's the one. I think so, so yeah, yeah, it's because it's it's them all trying to get as much money out of it as possible, as opposed to Dana White. It's just like, look, you want to have a fight? Come on. Mm. We'll just, just just write your name on this form on the wall, and I'll. <laughs> to be fair, there's another issue with the UFC due to fighter payments, but that's another subject we could go into. Add infinitum on another podcast, but you know, there's, absolutely, there's a lot of issues with that where fighters don't get John paid Jones, a lot of the work. John Jones so. brought light to that. Didn't he? Well, exactly, yeah. So we we could say and talk about that, but we won't. On this, we could go on it for for hours. So. You know, it's 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 one of those I could speak to for hours, but we won't. We'll draw a line under that. Another time. Yes, another time, sir. Another time. Well, that's been episode two of Line of Scrimmage. Another fantastic episode, Paul. If uh, yeah. I do say so myself. We're getting a nice little format down here. Yeah, we're doing well, aren't we? We're doing our little previews and stuff, and reviewing the games the the, the week gone. But yeah, fantastic. Really good to speak to you again, as always. Indeed. Love your insights and your knowledge, and I really enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, Don't forget, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it. Like I mentioned last season, mm. I sort of away from football because we were non-existent. But mm. I mean, I'm enjoying getting back into the mm. sort of routine of yeah. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. So, don't forget to follow myself at Hybrid Rob on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, what are your handles, Paul? Yeah, and me at PaulMoody24, Twitter, Instagram. Awesome. And don't forget to follow 3 Northern Boys Podcast Network at 3 Northern Boys Podcast on Instagram. Follow us on all your podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow, a like, whatever you want to do. It's all good for us. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I will catch you next week. Yeah, no problem. I hope everybody enjoys the episode and... Uh, yeah, speak soon. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao. Hello. Guess what? It's clutch time. Episode two. For the first time in a long time. Uh, apologies to everyone who was, might have been waiting for the episode two, three, four, five, and so on. But um, it hasn't happened, I'm afraid, because of uh, circumstances, uh, work priorities and family, obviously, got in the way. Well, not got in the way, but they come first. Uh, tonight on the uh, NBA podcast, uh, it is Anthony with me as usual. You right, Anthony? Hello. You okay? Good stuff. Looking forward to, to talking be, about. To yeah, looking forward to talking about uh, NBA because it's been uh, a long time since it started and a long time since we did the first podcast, and uh, a lot of things have happened. It's been, uh, it's been great really I think this season's been one of the, the best in a, in a long time so at the start anyway so far yeah I think it's helped that uh, it's a new season where there's no uh, bubble so the crowds yeah, are no, there there's restrictions isn't there but there's yeah there's no bubble yet there's fans are back as well in, in America and mm. which, is, which is always good to see it feels normal that's what it is <laughs> so yeah um, one little thing is I think uh, our choices for the MVP as we, as we if we can remember are probably uh, completely off the mark for this uh, season's 75th anniversary <laughs> who's 
did I say? Yeah. I can't uh, remember you said. Did you say Giannis, huh? maybe? Who did I say? Giannis, what? maybe? No, I think I said Giannis, but I think I might have said uh, Curry as an outside, like a close one. I'll have to, we'll have to listen back, won't we? Yeah. I said uh, Doncic, uh, so uh, you never know things could change. But usually the way it is now, it, it's uh, it looks like it's gonna be well at this present time for me. It looks like it's gonna be Seth Curry and um, oh, there was one more. It's Kevin Durant, I think, is why well. you can. Yeah, you gotta keep him in mind. Um, I don't think he's always at the front of everyone's minds because they know he's that good. Hmm. He's probably the best. Um, I'm trying to think if there is one other player that is averaging around 27 points, 28 points a game, other than Durant. But I'm trying to figure out who the other one is. Um, Yeah, there's uh, definitely a few. We got DeRozan as well, who averages roughly around uh, 20, 28. Yeah, you've got um, Kevin Durant. 28.6 I think he's a big talent, isn't he? He's one player that was always... Well, everybody said that it was just a matter of time before you'd really start to see this guy being a big name in the league. Yes, definitely. Definitely. But you get familiar faces, don't you, on the top of the stats, but then you always get these um, surprise ones. Because I think, as a Bulls fan, and we know how good he is, and he's one of best mid-range shooters in the NBA's ever seen is with DeRozan but I don't think no one thought he would be getting these numbers he's getting um, so fast yeah. and obviously he's a veteran as well but he's a talent isn't he? He's uh, he's shown himself that he needed to get away from San Antonio yeah. and uh, proved to everyone that he wasn't finished as a as a yeah, top player he's, he's still an all-star for mm. sure um, I, I agree, Rich. He, 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 had, he wanted to prove to people he's not this. He's one of the best scorers in the league. And um, the, oh, I can't remember what game it was. Now it was 
could have been the game against LA. He was just absolutely red hot and everything he shot mid range just it was like he made he made it. And it wasn't even like you know, where it's bounced off the rim, it was like perfect perfect net all in. Well he's at the present time he's hitting the same kind of mid range form that Kevin Durant does on a daily basis. I agree, yeah. I think he's he's one that you could say, Oh yeah, definitely game by game by game, I think DeRozan obviously not not other stats because you're off his rebounds and uh, mm. he's good at his assists as well, but his shooting, yeah, I think he's up there with Kevin Durant for mm. uh, his percentages. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty impressive really impressive well we could always stay with uh, Chicago Bulls seeing as we talked about the Rosen um, we said it in the first episode that we thought the Bulls would do well this season we didn't know where they were exactly coming in the end but uh, no. I think they still surprised a lot of people out there with the way that they've uh, started this, this season definitely I, I agree um, I think people did did want to. I don't know. I think the 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 non Bulls fans didn't want to believe it. I, I don't think. And I think um, the business that um, like you know the the backroom team has done and, and, and Billy Donovan's done is is a really impressive. Um, just over the last two windows, really, where we were making trades and. Uh, and the draft pick with AO second round pick and how good he is mm. he's impressive and, and he was right to say that he wasn't a second round pick he should have been a lot higher and he believed in himself and he has that confidence and that like swagger doesn't he where he's fearless and he, he's he, he's you know destruct, like, destructive in, in the paint I feel mm. and he can shoot as well but you're right I think it, it, the whole team is surprised People, I know we had two bad defeats to low, um, low league st- like standing teams, but we seem to turn it around again. I feel. I think you only have to think that uh, last season, Bulls were in the same position as everybody else, and as a lower lower league team. So to change that overnight to to be in you know the top five, <coughs> is. Uh, amazing really to change so yeah. fast and I think that's what Bulls fans need to get realistic with you know you can't you can't criticise them too much when they lose one or two games against teams no, that no. they were in I the same position with uh, last season Do you think it's impressive how quickly the whole team has gelled because the only people I think who were who in the team from the last um, head coach is Kobe White, Zach Levine. Um, I think that's it. Well, in the team, it's just Zach Levine, isn't it? Because uh, Kobe White obviously was out injured at the start with a shoulder injury, so he's been missing for a long time. There's only Zach Levine. The mm. whole team, the whole like you know group of players, has, has completely changed. Yeah. And that's how, why I'm really impressed with how quickly the gel and, and the players they picked to suit, you know, this where we want to play. Mm. Um, it looks as though from the outside uh, that 
the recruitment team, the players that they've brought in, not only looked at the type of player that they needed in certain positions, but also what type of personality they had. And also, I think they were looking for players that needed something to like chew on, something to prove. It was as if yeah. like, oh, I can go to Chicago here, and yeah, you know I can, something. yeah, I can, yeah. I can be a name again. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's helping. Zach Levine said that himself. He said this is the best group of players that he's ever played with, yeah. and he's excited for this season and the future as well, which is good because the a player like that they need to keep in the long term. You do. You want. He's a guy you you definitely want to keep. Um, is one of the best in the NBA and he will be for a long time and, you know hopefully the, you know, stays fit because he seems to be quite decent with you know his fitness hmm. but you're right I think um, what I what I think is good as well is that the players who be brought in to be on the bench and be that you know that second wave uh, when you know that the, the big guys into rest they all seem to uh, you know that no one's moaning they all knew what they were coming here for, and, and like said, like like some Jeff Green and and your Derek Rose Junior, uh, obviously that hey, all the rookies come in because he knows Kobe White's there, but he's happy to challenge Kobe White to prove that he's you yeah. know he's the better backup. Hmm. Um, but the the guys like Derek Rose Junior, they're not getting a lot of minutes every game, but they're doing they're effective when hmm. they come on, and um, I think willing the, to be yeah. they're willing to be like you know, six points, four assists, five rebounds, and, and they're not, you know, because these guys potentially could do more. Mm. Um, if they get the minutes. And I think they've proven with Green coming on, replacing Patrick Williams. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he, he works. Um, definitely. I think they've, I think the biggest one was getting in Alex Caruso. Uh, yeah. That can't be underestimated, uh, getting in a guy like that who won the championship with uh, the Lakers for only a year ago. You know, to bring him in on the deal that they got, you know, he must have seen something there in the plans that he thought, well, maybe in a year's time, two years' time, this team could be in the NBA finals. You never know. It's looking exciting anyway. I think um, you're right. The Caruso business probably is is the best bit of business they've done, I think, probably since getting Vucevic in. Um, Definitely. Because even the uh, like the I don't know the commissioners of the NBA who usually oversee the deals and stuff to make sure everything's right. Hmm. Even they've said the Lakers have messed up, but yeah. not in the words, but they've said something like, "Why would you let him go? Why do you not sign him? Yeah. Sign him up?" And I think just to bring him in as well, and for him, he's an NBA champion, but yet he's willing to, you know, be second to Levine or to be alongside Levine because of when they play the two guards. Well, I think um, he's just a. He's a he's a basketball expert. I suppose the word is he un- he understands the game and he he's he's grown up more so than what his age is. He's only twenty six, yeah. you know, same age as Zach Levine. And what impressed me with him and a few other players is how they just they'll be on the, they'll be on the floor to win that ball. Hmm. Uh, you know they're not they're willing to die block you know your block you know steal. You know, get you know, hustle the ball to win it and to get a turnover, and, and that's what I like about that team. Everyone's willing to run. And, yeah, you know. well, I think that's the thing. It's night and day, isn't it? Last season they were, 
standing still, weren't following the 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 player running into the paint, or they weren't yeah. helping the, each other. They were. Right. The screens weren't right as well. And, no, yeah. I mean it takes a season to adjust to a new coach's philosophy, but at the same time, I think a lot of those players that were there had come gone gone past the time at Chicago as well. I think yeah. they were <laughs> all a bit stale and. You know, I, I take Otto Porter Jr. as an example. He's gone to Golden State and he's 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 like racking up eighteen points in a game and shooting three pointers and um, you know. It's ev- yeah, I think it's everyone buying buying into uh, the philosophy, isn't it? The mm. new coach, but he, you're right though with him. But then again, he could, he could you know he's a bit less in the next game. But like, what what I found was good was. Their players have potential to, you know, like Otto Porter Jr., Sadoransky, mm. to be better in, in a certain system. So they've got good deals for them when they did the trades. Yeah. Um, definitely. I definitely think it was the same. You look at Markin and going to the Cleveland, too. That really yeah. helped his uh, career. And he, you know, they were encouraging him to try and get drive more with the ball. And they, now he's doing it at Cleveland. Which you yeah. just think, well, if you did that at Chicago, you probably would have stayed. So, you know, it, it's uh, it was, strange times. It's thing, like, you're right, though, but Potter, uh, Otto Potter Jr. and, and Marklin weren't doing it. They mm. weren't consistent. They weren't, they didn't fight like these guys we got in now, fight mm. for the ball. And, and they were weak in the, they were weak in a lot of areas, yeah. on defense, especially. But you're right, though, but they, we knew they were good because they show it every now and again. Yeah. Um, especially marketing. Um, you know, if he would have stayed, it would have been no, oh, okay, as long as he, he's on the bench and we got to prove himself. Hmm. But we got good. The thing with the marketing, we got our we got our draft picks back, didn't we? Yeah. Which was really good bit of business because we we traded our high draft picks, didn't we? Yeah. This year and next year, but the one with marketing, they're protected. Hmm. So you know, even though we give some up, we've got some. Back yeah, back I think that was like the safety of if they were in a position where they weren't doing so great again. Um, but if we move on to other teams, um, obviously the two top teams at this present time, as everybody knows who follows the NBA, is Golden State and Phoenix. Yes. Are you surprised it's these two at the top? Um, do you know, I'm a bit surprised with Phoenix. Just the the amount of scoring every, in, in every game and I'm not like, I know they got to the NBA finals but I think I made a comment saying that if they weren't if they uh, still feeling that defeat or if Chris Paul wasn't fit that they would struggle uh, so I'm surprised Phoenix have come good carried on you know that winning winning ways and, and they're 18 for free aren't they yeah. along Golden State and then obviously you've got obviously Brooklyn were not too far behind, but I'm not surprised by Golden State Warriors because I think uh, Curry is just that good, and, and I think um, the power forward. Oh my gosh! Green, uh, Green. Uh, no, no, oh, I've got his name now. Uh, the power forward who said he's the best uh, defender in NBA history or something a while ago, but the, the players who were hey, Green. Yeah, Dre- yeah, it is Green. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond Green, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, yeah, he's on. He's playing well again. They're, they're all seem to be really 
I just yeah, I just feel as though uh, it is that he's he feels alive again. He feels as though he's got his uh, um, energy back. Yeah. They're managing Steph Steph Curry's uh, minutes really well, yeah. and they've got they've got a good roster actually. A lot of good uh, yeah, bench players. They've got that Jordan Poole, isn't it? Well, he's a, he's one of the surprises of the season for me because he's yeah. racking up more, a lot a higher average than what he was uh, last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what you've got that's a thing with people. I don't. I am not too surprised with Golden State because you've got an NBA a three time no four time NBA champions to play mm. four times in a row because he won it obviously with with um, Spurs after Chicago with Tim Duncan mm. with Steve Kerr. And obviously he's a manager, isn't it? And how many times have they won it? Is it three times? As him as a manager, he's got the knowledge. He's he's played for played alongside the best player ever in the NBA, Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan, and some of the other best players ever, best yeah. franchise probably in NBA history. Um, Dennis to that team, uh, and then he, he's played under probably one of the best coaches ever. Under Phil Jackson, so he's learned a lot, hasn't he? So you can't, um, you can't surprise. I think, and he said, like they got Andrew Wiggins in, and you know he was a very high draft pick when he was a rookie all them years and years and years ago. But he's always had good numbers. Mm. You know when he was playing for uh, Minnesota, Wiggins, and you know. Um, but you're right, the, the the rookies and the players who who like who like on the bench and stuff, or mm. this like John Pearl who's come in. They are they're surprising people, aren't they? Because did you know the second, I think it's second for points in the whole of the NBA, I think the first for assists or rebounds, uh, uh, and the third, I think, for the other. Uh, the They've got a very high turnover rate, which is a surprising one. The very, very, very high turnover score. rate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what balances it out because they have a very high turnover rate. But then at the second time, they're one of the highest for uh, pressurized turnovers or forcing turnovers. Yeah. The third highest, I think it was. So that's where it balances itself out. So the stats can always can't always be give you what you want to see. If you know what I mean. Well, it's like I think Curry's got quite a high turnover, but look at his <laughs> look at the points yeah. he's got. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, he had his worst uh, worst night last night for uh, Golden State. Yeah, he was he was on eight points in the third quarter, so he, he popped up with a few uh, in the last Went one. Yeah, uh, 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 but in that game, I think it was a case that you you got the two best teams, and that can happen at this present yeah. time. You know, you look at Phoenix as well. I I think. Those two teams have got two of the best coaches in the NBA at the moment. Yes, yes, I agree completely. They're uh, um, they're very uh, very intelligent, very very well versed in how they look after the players as well. They understand when players are going through difficult times, and they know yeah. that things. Oh have, yeah. They've got a lot of faith, a lot of faith in the people they've got there, and especially uh, it's Monty Williams, isn't it, who's uh, coach of yeah. Phoenix. He's uh, after they lost the finally last year last time to Milwaukee, 
gave them a lot of respect and was, uh, you know, never not begrudging at all. And he said, you know, it hurts, but you just got to come back again the season after and we'll be all right. Oh. And, you know, why is it now? Seven, 18 wins in a row after the win against uh, yeah, Golden State. Yeah, the bad, really bad start. Mm. Yeah, they seem to just keep winning. But um, they have to Yeah, I, it's it's uh, the best coaches are always the ones who have a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, like they might be great at plays, but then they're awful at, you know, talking to like, the players and stuff, you know. The 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 light philosophers. Of, of, Rivers, isn't it? Mm. The guy who won with Boston. Um he he's in it. He's in he's got everything. You know, the you know, he's got the you know that he's there for the players as a person when they need him to be, and uh, and he, he's tough with them when they need it, when he needs to be. But he knows who to be like that with. You get what I mean? Because yeah. like individuals and um, but you're right, mapping Monty Monty um, Monty Williams in it, and then Steve Kerr are exactly the same. They they've got everything. Hmm. They're just nice people. Yeah, um, I think that's one big thing in basketball. Maybe to compare to some other sports is that to be a coach the best coaches generally tends to be you need to be chilled you know what I mean kind of like a balanced guy if you're shouting you too can, much you can have that moment yeah but you, I think like if you're a coach that shouts all the time that's oh, going to no, just you know, like complete no yeah. sort of negative energy isn't it mm. no, I think that's where like uh, you're right though the NBA have, have been like that for a long time it's like with Phil Jackson with the uh, is it with the rituals they used to do and the meditation with the players, and mm. you never, you rarely heard him shout. I think I think he heard him shout once. I think that actually might have been to Michael Jordan, uh, or when you see the footage of uh, the obviously the team talk during the timeouts and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, I think uh, yeah, definitely, I agree. Other sports can learn, can't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... When we look into the overall picture, I suppose there's not really a lot of <coughs> surprises, I suppose, is there when it comes to this season? No, I think there's been surprises to do with teams who are underperforming, I think. Or, hmm. you know, like, but then again, like I was going to mention Atlanta, but hmm. recently they've been winning and Trey Young has been like on fire, really. But, um, yeah, I think the teams at the top I'm not surprised by. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of younger talent now that this time around that's started to show that there could be new faces in the future that are, are coming to take over. One for Orlando, Anthony Cole. He's he's another one as well. He's like his numbers for Orlando are like across the board. Really, he's like one of the highest for rebound, highest for point, highest for assist. Hmm. You know, and 
Yeah, you're right, Robert. It's the younger players, I think, who are more young talent. Yeah, you have Edwards as well with uh, the Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. They're uh, looking quite exciting themselves, actually, as a team. Yeah, I think because they've got Carl Anthony Towns, haven't Yeah. I think that's the big thing for them this season, the injuries that they had last year. They're everybody's back and they're looking very, very good at they do, you're right. And I think I agree with you there. They seem to, they're, they've built with youth, haven't they, over the years. They've got really, mm. they, they've, not, cause they've not really had a, a team. They might have like that rookie, the good graphic. Mm. You know, and Towns have got, you know, Edwards, haven't they? And they've got others. They're just slowly, slowly building. Um, and, but uh, Anthony Edwards is, it is Anthony Edwards, isn't it? Mm. He's, he's, well, Gosh, he's he's uh, he's he's impressive. And, yeah, still a very 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 young player as well. He's still his numbers are up and down, but when you watch him, when you watch him go into the basket, you you know he's so like raw talent and powerful. The jump he's got on him. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm not I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan, but the style. Drives to the basket are very similar mm. um, to when he was a rocket. Yeah. Obviously, not his all round game, <laughs> <laughs> but the style of how he moves to the basket yeah. is similar. Yeah, it's. Um, if you could uh, choose uh, any other team to follow this season apart from Chicago Bulls, if 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 you were asked, if say if you couldn't watch Chicago Chicago Bulls anymore, there's something happens, you weren't allowed to watch them. Which which other team would you follow that you you think is exciting to watch, even if they lose? Right. Okay. I think there's either seven or team that I mean um, there's two a couple of players who are like I think he's Atlanta with Trey Young and Capella is uh, Trey Young is point out and Capella is the centre. I think I always enjoy watching those two if you get me. Yeah. Um, they just they just seem to be able to, you know, win you know, and just just don't they, they just kinda of go under the radar. Like watching Trey Young it's back to look effortless, but I think Golden State I think uh, at the moment, yeah. I think just you've got. I think you've got to watch that greatness, haven't you? With mm. with Curry, he's probably going to go down as the. For me, I think he might be the best point guard I've seen. Um, just for his consistency and how many championships he's won, and he's he's doing it at an old, uh, older age as well. I think Golden State. I never used to. I used to kind of when they were winning the championships, and obviously we could say about the Chicago record where they got the least defeats in the season. But I was kind of like I despised them a bit then, <laughs> and I didn't because he's taking them. the stats. It really, really, I was like, oh no, you know. And then when they lost, then it was alright. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, well, you didn't win the championship, yeah. you? but over these past couple of seasons, when I've seen them, you know go down to the bottom of the league and all of a sudden they're working their way back up mm. and I think you've got to respect greatness with, with Curry when you've got to see and even Green in a way yeah. um, you kind of got to realise you know, this is a this is like a modern probably the since San Antonio that dynasty isn't it yeah that greatness where you could rebuild and still win again yeah 
that's what Spurs did. That's what you know. What obviously Golden State, I think, are trying to do. Yeah, my team would actually be Charlotte on it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah, I just uh, by watching Lamelo Ball, that's one big reason. Uh, and they got some other players in like Rosier, who's uh, an exciting talent. Uh, and I also like the commentators that they have on their, their uh, channel for Charlotte. They go a bit OTT, but uh, it's fun to watch. And they get re- really excited when uh, there's a basket. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no. amazing. They're screaming their heads off. Oh, my God! <laughs> but I, like, no, I, I love that. That's what I like about the Chicago commentators. So, mm. You know, I, I agree when the commentators are kind of you got that chemistry in yeah. Well, I think I think with them as well, Charlotte, they very unlucky to lose against Milwaukee the other night, uh, last minute or last second, should I say? And um, the way they play, it's just fast, uh, exciting. Obviously, they they're not good. They whether they get in the playoffs, we we don't know, but they they look like they're getting better and better for every season that they're together and Michael Jordan must be fairly impressed with the the way it's looking there at Charlotte well, it took, him, took him a while hasn't it yeah. to, uh, to build to obviously add the bob, bobcat shot bobcats and then went back to Hornets didn't they yeah. I think he's just stuck with it and he's like yeah I agree he must be happy with it mm. how they're going but again the right draft picks isn't it yeah again but I heard, a, did you hear what um, Mr. Senior, Ball Senior said? He would love to see Alonso and Lamelo at Chicago. Mm. That That's never going to happen. Two brothers playing together. I, no, I don't think he will. The Bulls are going to lose quite a bit to get to go for someone. I don't think they will, but... How would he fit in as well, really? You know what I mean? It's because, uh, you know, you've already got Alonso uh, Ball who's doing well in that uh, point guard position. Point guard, don't they? No, you, hmm. you, have to play with two. you can't lose Levine, you can't lose Ball. No. So. I just don't think it it makes any sense for Chicago to be in that position where they just because they want two brothers in the team together, it's, no. you know, they're, they're losing so they much. Pulled. Get everyone in the same city. It saves a trip at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably is. It probably is. What no, I'm thinking. Choose. Then, then when their other brother comes from the G League, they'll be saying, "Oh, come to Chicago. You can play there as well. Yeah. Be in, be in the roster with us. Like have an happy family." The uh, uh, and uh, Giannis and his brothers. Yeah. It was two, the two Milwaukee one. What was it? LA, wasn't it? Yeah, another guy somewhere else. Yeah. So, well, that's the way it is. I think um, you know. Obviously, they. I can understand that some players want to go back to their their own cities where they were grew up, like yeah. Uh, uh, the Lakers got, uh, with, with uh, you know, type oh, Westbrook. Westbrook type of things. But I don't know if I think if you're a professional player, then sentiment, you can't have that. You you go to the place where. It, you're gonna look for success more so than you are with just yeah. having a nice time, uh, because trust me, success beats having a nice time every day of the year. It it, it does, but 
<laughs> yeah, it does. But then if your team still sucks year after year, it's not going to get any better, is it? <laughs> I think, uh, obviously, I lived through the year after Michael Jordan watching that Bulls team where we were like the worst or second worst team in the NBA for years. Yeah. Uh, see like big players like Jalen Rose coming to Chicago and then not work. It just doesn't work. And he, his numbers are brilliant. Um, but it's it's tough uh, when you're, you know, a bad team. But yeah. eventually it comes around in big, still a big roundabout. Yeah, I think if you're in a situation where you're like 20, then obviously it's different because you've got a long time on your side then and you can see how things move on. But for players who are like 26, 27 and then they're at a team where they're starting to be on the downslide instead of being on the up, then you've got to be thinking, do do I really want to risk it another few years here and then end up uh, being stuck for the rest of my career and then maybe miss out on uh, winning things and then end up going to a team that's going to win something and then being the one on the bench and just sitting and watching it happen in front of them. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you're right, though. It's, it's, I think some NBA... It's NBA, but I think it's tough for some players, isn't it? Because hmm. you, sometimes you don't get a choice where you go. No. Some some players get choices where they go. The 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 big big players get choices to yeah. where they go to a certain extent. Yeah. But then you get Chicago situation. How many more champions? Because obviously everyone watched the last dance. How many more championships could they could they have won hmm. if they wouldn't if um, he wanted to decide that that was it one yeah. more year? They could have won two three more. Hmm. You know. Uh, everyone, everyone agrees with that. But um, eventually, players get traded. Yeah. Eventually, LeBron is going to be well. LeBron's not that LeBron anymore uh, because he's just he's older. Yeah. Uh, but I've said how much he's got in him still to be willing to do a move where teams had to move. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think it, it is tough, obviously, to say players don't have a complete say on where they want to be or where they want to go. Um, you know, obviously, it's up to the the franchises to make that choice in the end, and that can be a harsh thing that a player has all of a sudden sold, sold <laughs> or traded to another team and said, sorry, but you go into... Yeah. Charlotte and it's like well I don't want to go there yeah. it's like well, you've got no choice if someone comes along where they have to well do we keep this rookie who's potentially going to be one of our greatest set of players or might be valuable in the future to trade hmm. or do we stick with the slightly older guy who have heart and soul fight Derek Road with Chicago you know I think the worst decision that Chicago made all the years ago was trading him but not sticking by him after the two injuries because he, he wasn't happy anywhere else until now, really, until mm. his last couple of years. Well, he's been with a coach like Tibola. He was at Minnesota with him, and he was at New York yeah. and back at New York. And I think um, you could, some some point they have to make a decision, don't they? Yep. Yeah. Uh, on a, on a player, you know, 
Uh, okay, say now, um, who would your two finalists be for this year's NBA championship? I'm going to say Brooklyn. I think I said Brooklyn a while back. And I want to say Golden State Warriors, but I would possibly say Phoenix. I think Chicago will get to, if they keep everyone who's fit now, like Levine fit, you know, Booch fit, DeRozan uh, fit, and like keep them, you know, when you get to that crunch time in the playoffs, um, I think they'll get to a final, a conference final. Um, but when you've got Brooklyn on your side, mm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a few of us, like, you know, you got likes of Miami as well, haven't you? Uh, I don't know. I think, like, obviously, if they get Brooklyn in a seven gamer, then obviously that's different. But if you know it's if it's a one game in the playoffs, well, yeah. I don't know. I think the Bulls could surprise them. I think they're good enough. No, I think I definitely think they're good enough. Yeah. Um, no, ask me. I think they'll get to the fat conference finals. Um, but who do you think then, Rich? Um, I'm gonna go for Golden State and Phoenix in the final. I just feel as though with Brooklyn, I know they're they're doing much better now. I just feel they're a little bit more fragile when it comes to players getting injured, and uh, Harris is out now for them. He's gonna be out for a little while. He picked up a nasty injury. Um. Somebody else was out as well, I think. But if they're, if they're missing like Durant or Harden's out, I just feel as though that's what's going to cause them problems. Well, you could say that with Golden State with Curry, couldn't you? Yeah, um, yeah, of course, yeah. I uh, like Chris Paul with Phoenix last, last playoffs. You could, that made a massive difference between him being out some games. Hmm. Um, and if you take Giannis out of Milwaukee, yeah. I don't think. They're anywhere near the same team. No. I don't think they'd even, you know, win a division. Yeah, they rely um, uh, rely a lot on him to uh, impact their games. But you look at Phoenix; they've got they've got more than one. They've got they've got um, Chris Paul. They've got um, obviously you've got Booker. You've got Aiton, haven't you? And then there's a couple more. Jay Crowder. Oh, they've got players on the bench, I think, that can help uh, get them points. And I think that goes for Golden State too. Um, I was actually surprised as well that the Nets uh, took uh, Blake Griffin out of the roster, out of rotation. So now he's on the bench now. Yeah, because he, he had a couple of reasonable games, but mm. he does, so he dips. He's just could I don't know what it is. He, he dips from his form, doesn't he? Yeah. What he Make it maybe a mistake at the wrong time. I still, I still feel as though with the Nets, they're still finding what's the best five. And yeah, I, I completely agree, Rich. Um, you're right. Uh, but you got all the superstars, haven't you? Hmm. Like, that's it. Must be hard. <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, my my own personal feelings for it is that. The way those two teams are at the moment, at the top. Okay, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get to the playoff finals as we've seen before, but 
Um, just watching the two of the teams, they look so confident and so stable all the way through the roster that I think even if like Steph Curry did get a little injury and he was out for a few games, I don't think it would affect him as much as what people might think. No. People go that momentum, haven't they? Mm. And they've got that winning mentality. And I think when you've got winners who've been there and won them championships, them them three championships, who are still there, like Green, and, and you've got Claire Thompson back as well. Yeah. Cam, and apparently he's doing really well in training. Five minutes. For the G League team, hasn't mm. it? He's been in scrimmage for five minutes, and they're going to try and put it up to ten over time. But yeah. yeah. He's he's a winner. He's one of the best, you know, forwards uh, of recent, you know, the last last decade. And he's he's a he's a player. Mm. He's re, he's a championship winning player. So yeah. if he's not long, if he comes back at right right condition, which is what I think they've done with him, haven't they? They kept him out for so long. Yeah. And then slowly easing him in. They want to make sure. Yeah, if he's solid when he comes back and he doesn't pick up any goals and he's not out for a long time again, he, he'll be a force as well. You can't mm. forget what him, Curry and Green did. Well, I think we're also forgetting one other team, Utah Jazz, <laughs> who are doing all right. Eric Mitchell yeah. and uh, Gobert, yeah. Yeah. Right, I think we'll leave it at that. It was a good time. Uh, it was good. Thanks, Anthony. Hopefully the next one that we do will be... Uh, uh, sooner rather than later but anyway thanks for tonight and we'll speak yeah, speak to everybody soon goodbye Take care.